0: Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia. You can call me Liv. You can call me Olivia, whatever works for you. And you are listening to Saturday Night Live. I hope you guys are doing well this week. I am not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and lie to your faces or to your ears. (laughs) I am having kind of a rough week. I just had a week kind of full of anxiety and insecurities and it's funny because I if you guys don't know I started a new Instagram called manifest with live if you want to go follow it and it's been a source of inspiration for me and a place for me to kind of go and talk about manifestation which I've been really passionate about learning about over the last few months of quarantine and um, you know dealing with anxiety and depression and fixing my mental health and all these sorts of things but I feel like over on that Instagram account, I'm preaching about like, manifest your dream life, like you can have this and that and that and you can get rid of everything um, with manifestation or you can have everything with manifestation and I feel like I'm preaching that stuff and then I'm sitting here having a horrible week and not listening to, I'm not walking the talk, I'm not walking and doing the things that I say I'm going to do and I kind of wanted to come clean. I am coming on here and admitting to you right now, I feel so freaking insecure this week First of all, can we talk about bloating for a second? Can we normalize bloating or denormalize it? I'm not sure which one I want to say because I get it. Bloating is a normal thing that happens, but to the extreme to which I bloat cannot be normal and should not be normal, which is why I feel like we should denormalize it. (laughs) Because if we just sit here and we're like, everybody bloats, it's totally normal. Bitch, this amount of bloating should not be normal. Like, we can't accept this. (laughs) I... The amount that I bloat, like I will eat, like today I had one salad, a nectarine, and some dark chocolate. That was my lunch with a little side of fruit and a little snacky snack dessert after. And that was pretty healthy for me. Like I could have gone way down the tubes if I wanted to. So that was a pretty healthy snack for me and I thought I was going to feel so good after. I bloated to the point where I looked like I was at least four months pregnant. And it's so crazy to me because I'm like, what could I have possibly eaten? It was a spinach salad with Um, a fourth of an avocado and chicken diced up onto the top of it with a homemade dressing with Dijon balsamic vinaigrette that I made. Like how the heck could that have bloated me to that extreme? And the only thing that I can think is that I must have some food allergy, not even like an allergy, but food. I forget what the word is. You guys know what I'm talking about when you're not technically allergic to something to the point where it's going to physically harm you or cause death, (laughs) but it's not great for your stomach. I think that I might have a lot of, oh, sensitivities. Like, I think I might have a lot of food sensitivities. So that's been stressing me out a little bit because this week, every time I just put one thing into my mouth, my stomach bloats up like no other. And I'm, and then my sisters are like, oh, that's totally normal, Olivia. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, this can't be normal. Like, I can't just live with it and say this is normal because it hurts. It's unattractive and it makes me feel so insecure about myself. I'm like, I eat one thing and my stomach bloats up so much. And then I'm so embarrassed. But anyway... That's one reason why I felt so insecure this week. Um, What else happened? What else happened? My hairline is receding from stress, which is... Also, yeah, we can be like, yeah, let's normalize that. Like, it it happens. Which, yes, it does. Bloating happens, and I totally think that that's fine if you're okay with bloating. Personally, it literally hurts my stomach when I bloat that much, so I'm not okay with it. I'm going to try to fix it. (laughs) And my hairline, I'm not okay with either, and I need to fix that too. So, I got this new shampoo. It's Monate. Let me know if anyone's tried it. I know they're like an MLM company, but I have a friend who works for them, and I bought them from her. But it was literally a hundred dollars for shampoo and conditioner to fix my receding hairline. So. I hope it works. And then the last thing that happened was I had a huge breakout on my face because I tried the freaking Glossier Skin Perfector. Let me know if anyone else has used this product because the Glossier skincare line looks so good and they have these models come on and they're fresh-faced and dewy and they have natural freckles shining through their light concealer and I'm sitting there like, I want to look like that. So then I order Glossier products And I just end up looking like a 25 year old girl that bought $12 makeup from Claire's. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like the vibe just doesn't work on me. But someone messaged me and was like, oh my God, you live in New York City. Glossier is there and they have this stuff that helps my acne so much. It cured my skin, blah, blah, blah. It's called the Glossier Skin Perfector. It's amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to try it. And the thing is, I get it. Skincare is different for everyone. It works in different ways on different people's skin. One person can rave about it. And the next person can say, I almost died from using it. You know what I mean? And so you just don't know how it's gonna work for you. But when you have a friend who says that it was amazing for them and like cured their skin and their confidence and all this stuff, I was like, oh my god, I've got to give it a try. I remember the first time I used it was maybe last year, so it could be expired, you know, there's a possibility. But I tried it and I remember I didn't love it. Like, I loved it on the first and second and third day, but then by the fifth day, I noticed I was having some breakouts, so I just stopped using it because I think I had an event coming up or something, and I was like, oh, I can't risk using this product and then I'm gonna have bad skin, right? So I We actually just moved. My parents bought a new house. I moved back home to Cincinnati. And then um, a couple weeks ago, we moved into a new house in Cincinnati. And so I was unpacking all of my stuff that I brought back from New York. Because I hadn't unpacked it since I moved back from New York. Because I was keeping it packed up. Because I knew we were moving again. (laughs) There's been a lot of change in this quarantine. I could go into a whole new podcast about that. Um, But I was unpacking all my skincare. And the amount of skincare that I own is really not not right. It's not good. And I also know and can acknowledge that I hold on to expired skincare like a collector. Like, you know how people collect coins or old dolls? I collect expired skincare that I got for free because I like going through it and being like, oh, this was gifted to me. Oh, I have a friend that works for this makeup company and she gave me this, this, and that. Like, what is wrong with me? I, I really don't know. It's like my prized possessions are my skincare items. So this Glossier product I bought when I was at the flagship store in New York, in New York one day, and I was like, oh my gosh, I should give this another try because I have nowhere to be for the next 30 days. And it says that it takes 30 days to use this glossy eye product and get perfect skin. So last week, I decided to give it a go because it's cute pink packaging and it's sparkly and it's 90s vibes and it's Glossier and it's cool and I never use the product. Blah, blah blah So I go ahead. First day, skin looks amazing and glowy. Second day, skin looks amazing and glowy. Third day, I feel some like slight pain in my face, but my skin looks amazing and glowy. Fourth day, I have um a cyst on my forehead, but don't think anything of it. Fifth day, I wake up with five cysts around my mouth. And now we're on six, seven, eight days. And I just keep like acne literally does not stop popping up. Even I will go to the mirror every hour and a new zit pops up on my face. And it is so disappointing, you guys. I cannot explain my acne was really bad in like middle school and part of high school. I don't even remember how it was in high school, honestly. But my in middle school my forehead acne was specifically really bad, I remember. And now I'm 25 and I break out around my mouth. And I'm just like, what is wrong? And I think around the mouth and jaw is hormonal acne. And when I was younger, I would just get little zits. But these are cystic acne that are that come from under the skin. Like, it is literally painful to touch certain areas of my face because it's like huge cysts coming up. Anyway, sorry, that's disgusting. Hopefully, you guys aren't too grossed out by that. If you watch things like Dr. Pimple Popper and stuff, I'm obsessed with skincare and... I've actually never watched Dr. Pimple Popper, but that seems like it would be my vibe. Anyway, going off on a tangent, I found a lot of insecurities this last week and I'm not, I don't want to sit here and say like, I'm perfect and I've fixed my mental health so much and these are all the ways you can do it too. I want to sit here and be like, I'm so imperfect and I kind of hate myself this week like I've literally just felt super low I've been crying non-stop even my boyfriend Mike FaceTimed me a couple of times and I just broke out crying I was like I don't want to answer your FaceTimes because I look so gross I don't even want to look at myself in like the little FaceTime picture in the corner I'm so embarrassed by my skin right now and how I look and I haven't felt this insecure about my skin in a while And I was trying to think about it and I feel like I actually have underlying insecurities and then when I have outward physical insecurities like weight gain and hair loss and acne and cysts and all that, like that brings out my inner insecurities even more. But when I'm feeling confident about how I look, I think my inner insecurities aren't as prevalent. So, you know, doing a little therapy session on myself and I realized that I have a job interview this week. And the last time I had a job interview about a job that I was really excited about was right at the beginning of quarantine, like maybe in March or April. I was living at home and I decided I wanted to move to LA. And so I was applying to jobs in Los Angeles. I don't know if I've talked about that on this podcast or not, but that's a dream of mine. I've always wanted to live in Los Angeles, always wanted to move there. And I figured, you know, my lease was up Quarantine is happening, and I have the opportunity to kind of turn my life around, pick a new direction, and move somewhere new and exciting, so I wanted to move to LA and live on the beach in California and, like, see what the West Coast is all about. I've never even been to California before, but... I'm actually someone who loves to live in new places. I love to try new things ever since I went away to college in South Carolina, which I know for a lot of people is not a big deal to go away to school. But for me, that was a huge deal because I'm such a homebody and I've always grown up just as a big introvert and a homebody and someone who's just kind of shy and really, really close with my family. So moving away, going to school eight and a half hours away from Cincinnati was really scary for me, but That was the best thing I could have ever done for my growth and personal development and independence from my parents and all those sorts of things. And now I look back on my life and I'm just, I could not be more thankful that I did that because... It not only gave me the travel bug but it gave me so much independence and um a true love for learning to live in new places and finding my my grocery store my coffee spot and this is my apartment and you know living in a new place and kind of making it home is one of my favorite things and then exploring the city finding your new favorite little spots and making that new place feel like home that's one of my absolute favorite things to do i don't know if i even realized that till right now um anyway so i moved to south carolina and then From that, I moved home for a couple of months, and I was like, I don't want to live at home anymore. I want to live in New York City, and I thought that was so glamorous and amazing, and I, you guys know that story. That was one of my first podcasts, I think. Um, I did a podcast about moving to New York City, one of the first 10 episodes I ever did, probably, if you want to go back and look, Um, but moved to New York City, lived there for three years, and then when quarantine happened, I decided to move back to Cincinnati to my parents' house because um, the family I nanny for had to move away due to quarantine, blah, blah, blah. I think I've talked about this. Anyway, now that I've been home, I've been kind of reevaluating my life and trying to figure out what I want to do. And I decided I might maybe <laughs> kind of sort of <laughs> want to move to Los Angeles. And this is something that's still in the works for me, something that I'm manifesting and working on manifesting. And I just need to say I am manifesting it. It is happening. I believe it will happen or it is happening. Um, Anyway, I forget where I was going with that, but Los Angeles. Oh, I, I had a job interview um, at the beginning of quarantine, and it was for a job in Los Angeles, and. You guys, it just seemed like the perfect job. I was so excited about it. It was a community manager for um, a company. I probably can't like say the company, but it was for a company that's really cute and lifestyle brandy. And they were based in the Pacific Palisades area, which is near Santa Monica. They literally had an ocean view in their office. And I was completely qualified for the position. It was like a community manager for their social media. I think it was for literally just... Their Instagram or for their Facebook or something. I forget by now, but I was so excited about it because the job seemed low key enough where I could make it happen. It was literally in the area that I wanted to live in. Ocean freaking views. Um, I love social media management. It's what I do for my mom's company right now. That's what I've always done part time work for my mom and her company. And I love social media. I love social media management. I loved this brand. I was just so freaking excited about it. And let me tell you, leading up to the interview, I haven't had that much anxiety in so long. And I think what I'm realizing happened was that I put so much freaking pressure on it because I thought if I want to live in Los Angeles, the only way I can live there is if I get this job. And this is the only job that I can find that would be perfect for me. And this is the only job that got back to me and scheduled an interview. And this is the only one that's going to work. And i convinced myself if this interview did not go well, I would never be able to follow my dreams and live in California, which is so silly, right? I think we as humans kind of over dramatize things and put a lot of pressure on these situations that we think are going to be the only way that can make our dreams happen. And there are so many more paths to making your dream happen than that one way, right? That one way is not the only way. And I think the universe and God, I don't know if anyone is religious, whether you're religious or not, it really doesn't matter. I think we forget sometimes that the universe has a bigger plan for us than we can ever imagine. And that's one of the coolest things that I've probably ever realized for myself. And it's one of the most freeing things if you can realize it for yourself too. Like if if you feel like you can only see an inch of your future, the universe can see miles and miles, right? And they have a plan for you. And there's, they can dream even bigger than you can ever imagine. If you think there's one door that can open for you, the universe has a thousand doors that can open for you to find a way to Los Angeles or, or wherever you're going. Um, and I, I truly, fully, 1,000% believe that. But anyway, I, um, I put a lot of pressure on that job interview. I ended up not getting the position. Um, they said it was nothing that I did. And, you know, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. She said they ended up hiring from within or promoting from within and someone got that job and whatever. And, you know, they were like, if we expand our team, we would love to have you and blah, 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 all those sorts of things, which is really nice. But what's funny is now um, with quarantine going on for longer than I think everyone realized I'm, like, a little bit thankful that I didn't get that job because it was a full-time position located in Los Angeles, so I would have had to permanently live there and all those sorts of things, and now looking at it, I'm like, I don't think I was actually ready to move there, Um, and so now my friend and I are thinking about going out there for a few months together, so... I'll put it out into the universe now if anyone has a place they want to rent to us in Los Angeles. That's what we're currently looking for. And then in the meantime, I've actually been looking for a remote position so that I can live in Los Angeles for a few months. And then if I decide I want to come back to Cincinnati around Christmas time, I can be with my family for a while. And then if I love it, I can move back there. If I want to move back to New York, I can move back there. If I want to move somewhere completely new, I can move there. That's kind of my life plan right now. And obviously, like I said, the universe has a plan for me and I can't necessarily plan exactly what's going to happen. But what I realized this week is all my insecurities have been coming out, right? Especially physically, like I have had physical insecurities coming out that I think kind of symbolize my internal insecurities coming out. But this week I actually have an interview for a job that is something that I want even more than that first job back in March or April that I interviewed for. Like I thought that was the perfect job, I would never find anything better, and then this position is very similar to that one, but it's a remote position, and it's for a company that I'm even more passionate about, and I love even more, and I would be so like much even more grateful to be working for them, and um, it's a position I would enjoy even more, I think, and just overall, it fits so much better with my lifestyle, and my beliefs, and Just literally everything is perfect about it and it's a company that I could see myself growing with and it's something that I'm really passionate about. I don't want to say too much about it, but I noticed that I'm putting the same pressure on myself this week leading up to the interview because the last time that I had an interview for a job that I was really, really excited about, I had a horrible week. I was so insecure. I was crying the whole week. I, I don't know if I just said that about the last interview, but like I just had a horrible week and I was crying and leading up to the interview, I was so anxious and I feel like I kind of ruined the last interview because I put so much freaking pressure on it. I was like, I didn't eat for a week after I did that interview. And I don't know if it was due to the interview, if I was just anxious and stressed. I don't even remember exactly what my thoughts were behind that or if I even really went deep and thought about why I was feeling the way I did, but I literally lost like five pounds that week because I didn't eat and um it was after the interview that I didn't eat like I was so anxious about it and then I ended up not getting the job and I felt so relieved which is really interesting like I thought I would be so sad and I felt so much relief I was like okay I can eat now just so freaking weird don't worry I have a life coach therapist counselor so don't be too worried about me if anyone's sitting there like god this girl needs help um But yeah, so I have an interview on Wednesday and I've noticed this is a really rough week for me and I'm thinking, I'm starting to wonder if this is a pattern with me. I know I have a lot of issues surrounding job anxiety and work anxiety and that is why I take on a lot of freelance jobs, part-time jobs, and I have nannied and just done a lot of odd jobs here and there because I I do have work anxiety, Uh, but it's mostly in-office work anxiety and the idea of going to an office from nine to five gives me a lot of anxiety, and being around people all day and not having my personal space and whatnot—that stuff that I am currently working through, though, with my life coach—and I've noticed I'm getting better and better. And every time I do an interview, I feel a little less nervous and a little less nervous. And I think it's just the fact that this is one that I would really like to have, and I'm a little bit scared that I'm even putting this out there onto a podcast because if I don't get the job. It sucks to have to come onto the podcast and be like, yeah, you guys know that one I was really excited about. I talked about last week. Yeah, I didn't get that. (laughs) Um, Well, you can probably assume I didn't get it unless I say that I got it. (laughs) Um, But you know what? I think at the end of the day, I just I want to take a deep breath and say out loud like universe, if this job is meant for me, let it be for me. And if it's not, let it go. And it's going to be okay either way there's no pressure all I have to do is be myself show up to the interview we'll both figure out if we're a fit for each other and that's just how it's gonna go (laughs) okay thanks for listening to that little um, affirmation there but yeah so I've been dealing with some job anxiety job insecurities work insecurities physical insecurities internal insecurities there's been a lot going on mentally and physically with me. And I think um I just wanted to kind of come on and share that because if you guys are going through similar things, whether you've lost your job, you're looking for a job, you're working from home, you're maybe it has nothing to do with your job. You're just in quarantine and feeling a little bit anxious or depressed. Like I'm literally right there with you. And I think it's okay to have weeks or days or maybe not months, because that would be a little bit rough, but Just to have time in your life where you're not feeling 100% your best in yourself and you don't feel like you have the motivation to fix it on some days, that's freaking okay. And maybe just let yourself have a little bit of grace and say, you know what? Tomorrow morning, let's try this again. But the best thing that I've done for myself so far is actually schedule a little bit of a morning routine. So in the morning, I do my five-minute journal, which is a gratitude journal. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I love it so much and it's helped me to really look for the little things in life that make me happy because it's so easy to remember the negatives in your day, right? But it's it's much happier to live a life where you notice the positives and that's all you notice, you know? And it kind of teaches you to and t- it teaches you to look out for those little things that make you happy every day. Um, So I wake up, do my gratitude journal. I do an OM meditation where I go (laughs) OM for like a few minutes. And then I stand up, stretch, slap my body, which is weird. I don't slap it, but like I don't exactly know what it is my coach guys teaching it to me but you like hit different parts of your body to like awaken your bones or something like that I'm not an expert I don't know what I'm talking about and then after that I do like a 20 minute meditation and then I go for a run which I thought I was running a mile turns out I've been running half a mile so and I was really proud of myself because I was like I just ran my first mile non-stop nope, I didn't it turns out it was half a mile but we will get there you know we will get there I'm not sure I've ever run a mile without stopping, so I really thought it was the meditation got me pumped up, but (laughs) I I just miscalculated the distance, Um, and then after that, I usually just either take a shower, jump in the pool, um, eat some food, kind of do some work for my mom, hang out, but I just want you guys to know, like, if you... If you're going through a hard time right now, I'm right there with you. Take a mental health day. Take two mental health days. Take a mental health week if you need to. But don't forget that the next morning you can at least try again. And maybe you're going to have to force yourself a little bit. Maybe you're going to need a little bit of a kick in the butt. But try to do a little bit of a routine. Whether you wake up, do a little meditation, write in a journal. I swear, you guys, journaling is amazing. I've loved, loved, loved it. And I feel like it's something I've always said I wanted to do. Get the five-minute journal Go on to Amazon right now and get the 5-Minute Journal. I swear to you, it's life-changing. Please, please, please get it. And, um... Do that every morning. Let's Start off with that as your morning routine and then wake up and stretch. And then maybe the next day you can try to run a little bit. The next day you can try to do a meditation. Like add in little things every day or every week so it feels less intimidating. And I swear those little things make me feel like I accomplished something that day. I'm worthy. I am enough. I am beautiful. I am smart. And those are all affirmations that I write down in my journal. But if you guys are looking for something to kind of get you out of your funk, I'm in one right now. So I'm right there with you. But if you do need a day to kind of step up up and say I want to be out of my funk. I'm admitting I am in one and I want out. Those are just a few things I recommend doing. Um if you guys want to follow me on my other Instagram account, it's at manifest with live. And I just post about manifestation and stuff that I am currently learning in the manifestation world, in the mental health world, and just my, my journey, my self-love journey and my manifestation journey, kind of all in one. So if you guys want to be a part of that, you can go follow me at to manifest with live. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know if any of you would like to call into the podcast during this quarantine. If anyone wants to be a bachelor or a bachelorette on one of my dating episodes, I would love that. Or if you want to come on and talk about anything you're passionate about, I would absolutely love that so much. Okay. Thank you for listening guys. And I will talk to you next week. Bye!